Welcome to the Sif Spoil for Knives Out. Woo! Uh, Andrew has seen it now. Finally. And I am very, very curious. This will be a little different of a Sif Spoil because we're going to kind of get Andrew's <laughs> initial thoughts. Yeah, along with the on spoilers. The movie, uh, along with the spoilers. But let's start with your initial thoughts. Did you like it, love it, dislike it, hate it, or it was just okay? I liked it. Oh, no. You're supposed to love it. <laughs> Everybody loves it. No, that's great. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what did you like about it? Um... It is very Agatha Christie-ish. It is very much a whodunit, like, clue sort of thing. And those are always fascinating stories because you put yourself in the shoes of the detectives, the Sherlocks. You know, you 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 try and see how smart you are. And those are always fascinating because they're some of the most easily immersible stories Mm -hmm. and this does a great job of giving you enough clues to where you think you have it figured out but at the same time throwing enough you know uh uh, you know spikes in the road where you're like oh should i is that right i don't know so yeah i think that a lot of it comes down to great performances great storytelling it's fun it is a ton of fun. Um, I have already spoken rapturously about Knives Out. Everybody knows how much I love it. It will be uh, either my number one or number two at this point. Um, it is in a battle with Parasite. Yeah. Punching it out, trying to figure out. I think I have it like 15 yeah. of the year somewhere around there. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Who would you say is your favorite performance? I got to look up her name. Anadarmus? Yes. I think she's, she's great. great, right? I think she's great. You know, it's interesting. I heard recently that she said she almost didn't take the role because when she got it, they said it's the role of um, the Hispanic housekeeper. And she's like, I don't want to play a Hispanic house. You know, I want something more. And then she read the script and she was like, oh, I see what's going on yeah. here. So, yeah, no, she's she's really good. No, she's, uh, she's co-lead, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Her and... Daniel Craig. I think he's my favorite performance. Daniel Craig? Mm-hmm. He was too foghorn leghorn for me. Really? Yeah. Too Was it one of the one of the kind of the negatives for you? Do you feel like it was a little over the top? It was it was a caric- caricature of somebody, whereas you look at somebody like uh Hercule, you know, mm-hmm. Poirot, where you know it's it's not a believable person. It's it's somebody who's above uh, Sherlockian, I guess you mm. could say, you know, yeah. where and maybe that's why I just like this movie is because I've seen it before. Mm. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's nothing. I totally new. disagree. I think, you know, I disagree. I think I know there's a do. lot new here. Um, and I'm excited now that we're actually in spoilers for you to tell me what's new about this from, say, Murder on the Orient Express right. or yeah. Clue. What's yeah. what's new about this? Yeah, we'll get there. OK. Um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that as well. Uh, I want to kind of continue my Daniel Craig thought first and okay. then we'll kind of move into it. I guess I should say at this uh, don't point. Don't get me wrong. For, I do like him. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I should. uh uh, you know, give the the regular um, warnings about spoilers. You know, we, we are definitely yeah. in full spoiler territory now. So, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, please watch it first and then come back. Um, t- how did you did you have as much fun or laugh it hard as the uh, donut hole within a donut hole uh, thing? No, our crowd, myself included, was laughing uproarious. Like I really? almost missed lines. It, there was so much laughter mm. at that scene. Hey, um, don't it was funny. Yeah, 
but it wasn't the greatest joke of all time. Totally disagree. Greatest joke of all time. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, we really enjoyed that. Uh, I, I chuckled in this movie. I never outright laughed. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I most certainly did. Uh, this is going to be one of those things where it's going to come across like I didn't like the movie. No, I know, right? Uh, and yeah. I'm so sorry. It's just going to happen. No, uh, I like the movie. It's... I, I would... Definitely no, see it again. Yeah, I think yeah. with a huge cast like this, I think it's impressive that there were no real standouts. Mm. Like, it's not like Chris Evans just blew me out of the water or Keith Stanfield stole the movie or Daniel Craig or Andre Darmus. Daniel yeah. Craig was the closest for me. Um, I think because he's the most of a caricature, mm -hmm. whereas everybody else, I can kind of see that being a real person. Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, was second for me. I loved her performance. Uh, Don Johnson was really good. Um, I really loved Christopher Plummer in this, and I know he's not in it for long because yeah. he dies. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, that one of the things the movie did that I really loved, and this isn't necessarily groundbreaking, we're not to that part yet, but uh, was how Christopher Plummer were so used to not necessarily whodunits, but movie twists and plot movements and those kind of things. Yeah. Then immediately my, my mind's like, oh, he didn't die. Like this, you know, we're going to find out that this is all a game that he's playing to teach them a lesson. He's not really dead. That kind of thing. And the I had that feeling. And then and then about half an hour in the movie's like, oh, no, he slit his throat. Yeah. <laughs> like he really did kill himself. He really did kill himself. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, OK, here we go. Yeah. Um. So. So, yeah, uh, I thought that was that was impressive. But I did like him. He was just so perfect for that. Uh, the juxtaposition to the Anna de Armas character once they found out what she did. There were, you know? They had one scene together, but the chemistry in that one scene is great. It really you is. You really buy into yeah, that relationship. I agree. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I enjoyed his performance. Uh, I pretty much enjoyed the performances down the line. Again, uh, in, in we're recording this the same time we talked uh, about Uncut Gems. Lakeith Stanfield is probably the most underused performance yeah. in this movie, unfortunately. Um, you know, he's he's kind of playing second fiddle to the Poro character. Yeah. Um, I hope, my hope is he kind he... of becomes Benoit Blanc's Watson. Yeah. In some way. That's my hope is that he... So you think there's going to be more Knives Out movies? Uh, actually, I'm 100% sure there's going to be more Knives Out movies. I just heard a Ryan Johnson interview where he's like, oh, heck yeah. Uh, I've already got the next one in my brain. And as long as this one was well received, and I think it's fair to say this one has been well received. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I think we could see a series of ben, Benoit Blanc. Uh, and I think it's going to be anthology style where it's obviously not going to be this family again. Yeah. It'll be a completely new cast of, you know... Uh, A-list actors, which I, I'm I'm a fan of the whodunits. Yeah. So this Agatha Christie-ish thing, I'm I'm on board for. Yeah, I'm it's excited. Just, it just for me, I don't know if it's like I don't want to put the blame on you, like you overselling or anything. Oh, like I that. know that's a that's a risk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I feel the same risk with Watchmen. Every time I talk about Watchmen these days, I'm like, I'm just setting people up for failure. Yeah. Like I'm talking about it as as if it's the best show ever written, and well, you yeah. kind of think it it is one of them. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I can't help it. That's what I believe. So I'm going to tell you what I believe. And yeah, and, and the other part of it is, I don't want to live in a world where I have to temper my excitement and joy to uh create an opportunity for somebody else to have a better experience because then you'd be lying yeah there's a bit of lying to it and there's there's 
there's also it's a bummer of a way to live like if i love something i just want to i want to get euphoric about it yeah. like you know it's it's fun that's that's what i love about this that's why i do what i do is for that feeling you know and knives out gave me that feeling yeah. watchman gives me that feeling um so i you know i kind of want to talk about it yeah. Actually, if there was a standout performance for me besides Anya de Armas, I'd go with Michael Shannon. He's great. Yeah. I mean, he's one of my favorite actors. And I think that his character was unique enough to where I was curious to know more about him. Out of that entire family, I wanted to know him the most. Yeah. Surprisingly, I think Chris Evans is supposed to be that character that you are curious about and you want to know more about. But... uh, it was Michael for me. So uh, I knew Chris Evans was the killer. Really? Really early on. Because of the dogs? The the dogs were the giveaway for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was suspecting him to be the killer even before that. Uh, but the dogs were the giveaway. Um, I also knew very early on uh, that um, she actually hadn't given him the morphine, that it was actually the real, she, she did the right thing. That whole, which by the way, I found really moving when, uh, she's breaking down when Benoit Blanc says, um, you're a good, you are a good nurse. Yeah. You knew, even though they were labeled wrong, you knew the right one to give him because of the way it looked. You instinctively helped your patient. Um, I thought that was really beautiful, but, um, but I knew uh, when the... Actually, it's not a good nurse. A good nurse should always check the labels. <laughs> you know what he means. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I knew things early on and it didn't matter to me because I'm not sure that the most important thing this movie is doing is trying to give you that aha moment. Um, mm. And it's, See, I was looking for an aha moment. It's, it's there. I mean, the, the, st- on me. the, yeah, the stuff with Chris Evans, the way he's woven into the story is definitely creative and interesting. And, and, you know, there is that moment where they show you the, the clues and you're yeah. like, oh, you know, it was there. Um, and it's intricate enough for me and I love it. Uh, but it wasn't the point necessarily for me, which I was surprised because I do love that about whodunits that works competently um and and that's great but for me what i connected to was uh number one thematically this movie shocked me i wasn't i wasn't ready for it to be as meaningful as it was uh and each of the family members kind of represent a different part of you know modern us versus them you know culture there are uh, liberals who don't think they're racist but are actually racist yeah you know there are alt-right conservative like the kid is you know completely all right conservative yeah you know with his which racism they portray and, him as a nazi which right he's just on his phone the whole time so we never really hear anything he says right i think he, he calls, does have that one moment where he calls her a snowflake yes yeah <laughs> yes which i laughed out loud for right yeah because because what ryan johnson is doing here is is he's saying we've all got our yeah our flaws and our shortcomings yeah. and our you know he's and he's willing to do it in a way that somehow feels non-judgmental but at the same time feels um 
instructive uh, about and, and just the and again talk about final shots. Yeah, the final shot of her standing above them all looking back up at her and then the zoom on on the coffee cup. Yeah, the coffee mug. So, my house. Yeah. My rules. My coffee. Oh, it's so good. It's so perfect. Yeah. Um. You know. So I love thematically the way it kind of all came together. Uh. I also like structurally that he's doing something interesting here, which is it's kind of, and I've heard him talk about this as well. Uh, so I'm going to use his language. This is Ryan Johnson's language. Okay. He's talked about, I wanted to start out as a whodunit, have a middle of a Hitchcock movie, and end as a whodunit. And I think he pulls that off pretty well. I felt that watching the movie. Like, we go away from the house for the middle of the movie, and we kind of have this kind of suspense, who's the killer, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um and then we kind of go back to the the classic everybody in a room. Mm-hmm. Here are all I'm going to lay it out for you. Yeah. Here's what's groundbreaking about this movie as a whodunit. Okay. And maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're more well versed, and maybe another movie has done no. this. No, I'm just guessing because okay. I'm really not extremely well versed in the Agatha Christie whodunit, you know, yeah. genre. But what's what's groundbreaking to me about how this is in every other whodunit, I'm a huge fan of number one, the detective yeah. and number two am rooting for them. This movie you're rooting against the detective because we're rooting for Anna de Armas and we know she's the one that's responsible. We don't want him to figure it out. It's this really interesting feeling of, the clues are all there, and I know he's going to... And he even talks about... He even has lines like, it's just the machine. The machine produces the truth. Yeah. I will find the truth. And in those moments, you're like, mm, but please, no. Because yeah. she's going to have to be deported, maybe even accused of murder. Like, yeah. you know... And so it's this weird thing where you're rooting against the detective until you know the ultimate truth. Yeah. You, you know, you're in that weird position. That felt different to me. That felt... Maybe I mean maybe groundbreaking is too big of a word, but it definitely felt unique. new and yeah. unique to me. Um, I I totally agree. I was rooting against uh, Blanc because mm-hmm. I wanted her to be okay. Yeah, uh, that was new for me, and that's probably why I really like this movie. Um, but at the same time, it does fall like you said. It goes uh, who done it? Hitchcocking who done it? Yeah. So when it's who done it, I'm like I've seen this before. Well, but, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely plays the notes. I think you have to play the notes at some point, right? Like, you yeah, can't... I'm not faulting it for playing the notes. I'm just right. saying it's... When I'm thinking of movie of the year, it can't be something I've seen before. It has to be something like Parasite or Joker, which is... Uh, yeah, uh, or 1917. That's my number one movie of the year. I've seen war movies. I've never seen a war movie shot like that. I've never seen a war movie be that personal some people could say saving private ryan is that personal but i still well, and think some people could say dunkirk kind of does very similar things with the real-time aspect and yeah yeah um what, what, what i understand I? what no i get what yeah. you're saying and we all have different experiences yeah. oh yeah uh, sa- uh, sameness like uh i've seen it before but um with this movie uh, I was curious whether or not the narrator of going back in time, what was reliable and what wasn't, because it would show you stuff 
from that person's perspective, Mm -hmm. which wasn't always what actually happened. So during that flashback, whenever you're seeing her play go with Christopher Plummer and her accidentally giving the medicine, I'm questioning whether or not that's actually what happened. Mm. I I think it is 100% what happened. No, no, now I know after the movie. I see. In the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's purposeful, right? Like That that is one of those notes that whodunits have to play, which is everybody has a, a... a reason yeah and you know everybody has their alibi yeah but which alibis are true and which alibis aren't and yeah. you know um so yeah no i i i think that's that's definitely true um yeah i i i'm trying to think what else spoiler wise i really want to talk about um there was something anything was it the else push knife well, that, that was another thing I knew as soon as he said that boy doesn't even know a stage knife from a real knife. I knew that was coming back. Yeah. I didn't know how. There were there were a lot of great callbacks. Yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, Lots foreshadowing of good foreshadowing, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the other thing, the thing I wanted to talk about, and it's it is the thing I have said is oh, my only uh, negative. Who about. did this or you did this? Because <laughs> the help, he yeah. always makes the help call him Hugh because he's. Yeah. He's a butthole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this isn't my original point, uh, but I, I loved it and felt it. And so I wanted to, to, to convey it. Uh, but some, I can't remember, somebody I listened to uh, said it's very interesting at the end because she, and we're going to talk about vomit here in a second, but uh, she, she talks about, uh, she says um, that she survived. Yeah. Right. Which is a lie. Yeah. And um, and then she vomits all over him, you know, a few moments later, which is representative of she lied because she can't lie without vomiting, apparently. Um, And it's an interesting moment because you're like, yes, she died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like because you want you want uh Chris Evans character to face the consequences. Yeah. But in order for him to face the consequences, has he has to have committed murder. Yeah. And we now know that, you know, uh Christopher Plummer, Harlan, Thromby or whatever, committed suicide. So nobody's gonna go to jail for that yeah. murder. That was a you know, a suicide. Um, but he is now gonna go to jail for a murder he just admitted to because he thought she survived. Yeah. And uh, so it's just one of those interesting, you know, weird juxtapositions of you're you're excited that that somebody died. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because of what it means. So I found that interesting. Uh, let's talk about the vomit. Can we talk about it? Yeah. It's the one thing I bring up as my only negative about this movie. And obviously, as much as I love this movie, it's not a very big negative. Yeah. Um, but it is the the one part of this movie where I go, it's eh, a little much. Like yeah. it's, that seems a, a little convenient of a tell. You know, now the way it plays into the plot, I think, is fun and genius and beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but as far as the authenticity of it, it's the only knock I have on the film authenticity wise. Yeah. As it feels like, uh, you know, there are many tells you could give a human being that feel authentic. Throwing up feels it just feels too biological to really be a one of you know those kind of tells it's not a psychological tell it's a biological tell and yeah. that's i don't know well, I, people, I don't buy those you can some say, people sweat profusely whenever they lie you know stuff like that so there i are guess bio- you're right i guess there are biological tells that 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 do work but it would be the same it's a if, ridiculous it is a ridic- it'd be the same if, if it was like every time she lies she farts yeah you know like it's the, <laughs> same, it's the same kind of thing yeah. it's like you know which by the way that one almost thematically works even better like you know because yeah. lies stink you know so yeah. it's like man there's the smell of 
of untruth in the air. Yeah. So I think anyways, that a lie. I think the time. metaphor is they're both. Uh, uh, you're purging something, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I think that's, you know, the metaphor. There is a metaphor there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But as far as, again, the authenticity of it, it's the only slight little for notch sure. that I put in the movie. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it's all coming up. Uh, Benoit Blanc for me. Yeah. I, I loved it. I'd love to see another one. I like whodunit movies. Yeah. They're fun. Yeah. I actually, okay, so I think uh even though I knew the story beforehand because there's been many adaptations, I think I liked Murder on the Orient Express more than this. Really? I love Murder on the Orient Express, but not this much. Yeah. This is definitely... See, Murder on the Orient Express, I would think, would be the one you'd be like, oh, I've seen that before. Which I have seen that before. Right. But it's... I was going into this one expecting something Ah, new. Sorry about that. (laughs) No, and it's not you it's because well and that's true it is not just me a lot of people are over the moon for this movie yeah. so which in so whenever i got what i wasn't expecting which is what i had expected <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> i was expecting something new uh, yeah i get it and i didn't get something new i got I something i already knew about so it's 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 a weird <laughs> i feel very similar to this movie uh, as I do about Ocean's Eleven. I felt very similar to Ocean's Eleven the first time I saw it. It, it mm. kind of redefined heist movies in a modern way for me that, you know, it was like it played all the notes of a good heist movie, but it did, you know, kind of some fun things that I, I felt were different. I think Knives Out is the same for yeah. me. Man, Ryan Johnson's got your number, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we. I think, I, I, I was just thinking the other day, it's he makes the kind of movies that I look at and I go, oh, I, I don't ever have to be a movie director because he's making the kind of movies I would make. Yeah. <laughs> like he's doing the kind of things that my brain would want to do. Yeah. And probably that's why it, it resonates with me so deeply is our brains probably work very similarly. We like the same kind of puzzly, fun, intellectual things. Have you seen Brothers Bloom? I haven't, actually. It's not good. Oh, OK. And that's him? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the only movie of his I haven't seen. You've seen Brick? I have seen Brick. I, I did enjoy Brick. Brick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brick, Brothers Broom, Looper, and then he did Star Wars, and then this, right? Yeah. Am I, I missing right. one? I know. I think that's all of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that's all of them. Uh, yeah. I I have some things about Looper that bug me. Um, but it's I a think time it's, travel movie, of yeah, course. Yeah. I, I think it's a well-made <laughs> film. Um, but yeah, in order right now, I think I would go from uh, worst to best. I would probably, and again, I haven't seen Brothers Bloom. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably go Looper, Brick. Uh, um, is there just four? Am I just ranking four? Yeah. Looper, Brick, Last Jedi, Knives Out. That's probably how I would go. Nice. I'd go Brothers Broom, Brothers Bloom, Last Jedi. Uh, so what's the, uh then, Looper, Looper, Brick, and Knives Out. Uh, no, switch Knives Out and Brick. I really like Brick. There you go. I think Brick's his best movie. Um, thank you, Ryan Johnson, for making this movie for me. Yeah, this is a perfect Aaron movie. It really is. It yeah. really is. So it's uh, funny. It's suspenseful. I'm glad you didn't hate it. That would have been rough. I'd have been like, I don't understand. <laughs> It's I'm glad last, you really liked it. It's the it. last Jedi all over again, right? No, I knew this was going to be good because the last movie was so bad. Because <laughs> he does bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. 
yeah, it's, it's just that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's, he's looking for his next bad movie right now. Yeah, <laughs> which hopefully is not Knives Out too. I don't know. He he. Did you know he from the moment he started writing this to the um the final moment was less than a year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I and that's the, what he wanted. He said after the Star Wars thing, he said, I just wanted something I could sing my teeth into and just get out there and, and do. And this one had been percolating in his brain. And so he just put his pen to paper. And this is, I, I've told you I'm writing a graphic novel, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that some people are able to put out stories like Stephen King infamous, infamously can yeah. put out three books a year. Yeah. And I've been working on this thing. You know, I've had. The concept of what my graphic novel since like 2014, yeah, and the fact that these guys and gals have the ability to put out such profound, amazing work in such a quick amount of time is, yeah, it's uh, intimidating and also makes me very envious, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, that's gonna do it for the knives out sift spoil. Yeah. Um, we will uh, catch you on the next one. Yep. Bye. Bye.